This is well. See, I I like for you to be more than a guest. I, I, to be, I I'm I like not. To be a yeah. No, definitely. I'm here. I, you're here. Th- this is your show. You're running it. Uh, oh yeah. You no, run no, it, Mike. Hey everybody, this is ONN podcast. Our new normal. I got Woo! my well uh, temporary co-host here. Uh, that would be Marcel. He's the uh, guest of this week. He is getting blown up on his phone, apparently. People no, love him J- today. No, it's just Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been Josh. So he does love you. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. I got a feeling for you. You know what's funny? Huh. I don't look at us as a co-host, really. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> at all. I think it's kind of just like. I think we just all got to help each other. We all kind of. Network. Just Yeah, we're just all one network kind of, and we're all just buddies. I didn't realize. It would like, be cool. I want to do shows with other people that might be willing to. And there's some I know, but even those I've worked with already, I kind of want to see who else mm-hmm. <laughs> away from it might be interested. But not as like a permanent thing. They would yeah, be the. Just a, they would definitely be guests. Yeah. That, well, that's basically what we all do on each other's show, and it it, it really uh, brings in other personalities, and it makes yeah. us feel good about each other. Yeah, it's just the neighborhood of the same people. Like, hey, hey, hey. we all live within like. What? Like, oh, we live with each other. Josh <laughs> is like right around the corner. He's like down the street. He's here like every other fucking. Well, he used to be. He's been real to himself lately. But <laughs> I think he needs the time. Uh, Marcel, anything interesting happened with you? I think you just beat uh, Injustice 2, right? Yeah, no, just minutes ago. <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. I was there. I, was, I did it, guys. <laughs> and I never beat games, Mike. Fuck you. I think the last, I I think beat the last games. fighting game I actually beat was uh, the Mortal Kombat from like 2011. Yeah. Oh no, that one. I need to play that. <laughs> I need to play that. I skipped two eleven. Yeah, that one was a long time ago too. Uh, other than that, I've beaten. I beat Resident Evil two. The one of the one of the runs at least. I have to finish. Uh, I did Leon. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. You need to finish Claire because that shit's rough, bro. Yeah. No, um, I definitely would stream that if we could. Ooh, I want to. I can play Resident totally Evil can. three, but not at the price it's at. Oh hell no. See, but it's not worth from it. It's I'm like hearing. a five-hour campaign. Yeah, from what I'm hearing. I definitely want to talk about it more, but it's like they didn't extend from anything pretty much. Like I started mostly at four, uh-huh. but pretty much what I hear about three, which they better not fuck up for because that's bound to happen. Yeah. Because I, I bet you anything it's going to be Resident Evil 4 remake or Code Veronica or both of those are on their way. No, that would you be think stupid. Code Veronica? I-, <laughs> I think it's going to happen. I I I and I, I kind of like Code Veronica. I think they'll do four before they do either of those. In all honesty, because four has its mainstay as like one of the best Resident Evil games ever. Yeah. So I think they'll definitely do like those afterwards or as DLC. But four is gonna come first. Oh no no definitely. Uh well or yeah, maybe, maybe Code Veronica yeah, after Resident Evil three. Because I feel like there's a fast turnaround because <laughs> two just came out last year. Mm-hmm. And three came out this. I don't know if there's a year apart. I'm pretty sure it's about a year. Three came out this year. Okay, and three came out, and I don't know if it's a year since Resident Evil Two. I believe it's been at least a year since Resident Evil Two has been out. But and I hear rumors about Resident Evil Eight being made, and I'm ge- guessing it's from a different, same team but different team. Just they split them up because that's a fast turnaround that they came out with three so quick after yeah uh, the two that maybe. was really quick and I never eight is really rumored to come out next year. That's a Resident Evil game a year, <laughs> pretty I much. I kind of like it, though, as long as they have different teams working on it, but, you know, like the same kind of like spirit. Because yeah. Resident Evil 2 has turned out very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. X, oh, fucking hate that guy. Um, so, Marcel, has how has the pandemic been treating you? Oh, you know, normal. Same-o, same-o. 
Nothing's changed. I love being quarantined. Oh, <laughs> I'm on quarantine Marcel, anyway. You've been quarantined for the past like four yeah. years. I don't want to see. Not that long. <laughs> nah. It's been uh, at least two. No. 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 Uh, okay. I mean, uh, I mean, depends on how much you uh, think I just don't like being around people or don't feel like being around people. I feel like you bring a lot of people around for somebody who doesn't like having people around you. Yeah, on my time. <laughs> when I feel like it. And it's then like, I'll be like, yeah, sure. I've been it, dating her for like two weeks. Yeah, she could stay at home. And for when they month. want, and when they want to come over, I, I'll, I'm be glad to have your company. I'm in it. But when you're gone or whatever, it's like cool. I'm gonna take a good three days <laughs> to I'm myself, recoup, enjoy my time alone. Sometimes yeah. I just like to sit in my own nut butter for like three days. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not like Shrek. Like fucking Josh tried to make me sound like. Yeah, but what? Yeah, the last podcast, Get Josh was like, swamp. Josh was like, yeah, I'm like Shrek, and he says he's he's he he's like that too, but he thinks I'm worse than him, and I'm just like, yeah, actually maybe, but I'm not Shrek, because I did get I, uh, but no, nah, I'm definitely this is nothing to me. This quarantining myself, I don't want to be around people. Piss me off sometimes. This is nothing. It's good to learn your be around your own company and do shit. Yeah, on it, your own and just. To be comfortable with, be comfortable yourself, with is, yourself if you feel like it. And silence is weird. You nah. know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe at first if you're not used to it. I'm used to it. I don't mind silence. Have you ever just been like way. laid on your bed and just like for like two hours just scroll on your phone and not listen to anything? Yeah. It's Cause, fucking weird. Because I literally just don't feel like listening to anything probably. And, I, and then when you notice it, it's like, oh, I haven't listened to anything. Then you start to hear like every creak and bump in your room. <laughs> and it's like, the fuck is that? Yeah. And then you're like. <laughs> Fuck it. Or you don't care. Or in in this case, the house either don't care because I mostly know it's stormy. Yeah. No, mostly that. (laughs) I was going to say I'm lazy. No, if it's really something, I'm like, what the fuck? I'll get up. But stormy, but in most cases, I know stormy's out there just. (laughs) I I haven't found anything that I haven't been able to debunk. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I like I have no reason to believe this house is haunted. No, I hope it is. No, we're extra safe since your sister came in. (laughs) She saved this sage and stuff. I was like, we talked about that on like episode like 11 or something like that. No, Mexicans are the ones to go to. They know when to get those spirits out. Hell yes. They're the ones, man. They got their shit covered. Why do you think that uh, Resident Evil, uh, not Resident Evil, uh, Paranormal 5, that's your family or whatever the marked ones was, whatever number paranormal activity ones. But I believe it was the marked ones had that Mexican family that's basically you guys yeah and i was like yeah and the maid and all those movies or whatever she knows that was the found footage one right yeah they're all found footage (laughs) (laughs) hello all right so marcel but my week has been going good um of course i'm an essential worker so i've fucking been busy as hell and trying to do this podcast as well as work has been a pain in the ass um but i finally got a story for us and I think you'll feel like this one is really, like, not close necessarily, but uh, it's kind of scary, like, just to think that this can happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the disappearance of Felipe, San- Felipe Santos and Terrence Williams. Is this what you showed me a little bit of already? Uh, or I, I read I, it? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I don't want to talk about it just in case you guys are ready to hear it. But uh, Tyler Perry was involved? Yes, Tyler Perry was involved. If you guys, Yeah, if you guys didn't know, Tyler Perry... <laughs> himself not even as Medea <laughs> got into some shit nah you guys were here so so to cover some of the sources that I had yeah. uh Naples news was one of them so I looked at some old articles from the when the original news broke and mm-hmm. is still breaking till this day um the case is still open 
But uh, I also used Wikipedia. The trail went cold. I listened to their podcast. It was actually very informative. So if you get a chance, check them out. The trail went cold. Uh, Terrence Williams disappearance. So we're going to start off our story with Felipe Santos. Uh, he was a young 24-year-old Mexican who was illegally living in the U.S. He was last seen October 1st, 2003. <laughs> They're he like, he driving- went to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't disappear. Well, we'll see. <laughs> he just went uh, home. He was driving with his brothers when they'd gotten into a car accident, okay? So an officer of the name Stephen Calkins gave Santos a ticket for reckless driving and placed him under arrest. And that was the last time Felipe Santos was seen, was with that officer. Mm -hmm. Okay? White. (laughs) 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 Moving on. So Santos's boss later called the county jail to post bail for him. Uh, He found out that he was never booted booked into the county jail system the arresting officer Stephen Calkins said he had charged his uh, changed his mind about arresting Felipe Santos because of his cooperative nature then left him at a circle K this was quickly contradicted by the other driver in the incident because Stephen Calkins had told him that he was tired of pulling people over that did not have licenses so he's already showing like anger towards Felipe Santos before he's even booked in for an arrest right. and even then Felipe Santos never made it to the the jail. Mm-hmm. Um, shortly after Calkins submitted his, his re- police report, Santos' family filed a missing persons report as well as a complaint against Officer Calkins. Further investigation cleared Stephen Calkins of any wrongdoing. Felipe Santos has not been heard from since. His wife, Apollonia Cruz Cortez, was not happy with the results of the investigation and questioned the quality of the investigation considering that she was never once in- interviewed by the inves- investigators. Uh-huh. So... Can you imagine that your husband goes missing and then like the usually the main suspect is your spouse? Right. right? Mm-hmm. She was never asked ever about whether or not she had any news of her husband's disappearance. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's your first clue. It's almost always the person they're closest with. So like more than likely, if you were to die and get murdered, mm-hmm. they would probably go after me first for an investigation. Right. Um, once again, I just want to point out the last person to see Felipe Santos alive was Officer Calkins. So we're going to jump forward into January 12, 2004. We have Terrence Williams. He was a native of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and a father of four children. He recently moved to Florida to take care of his mother. He talked to his roommate, Jason Gonzalez, that evening Sunday. Terrence did not have a valid driver's license and wanted to go to a party at a co-worker's house. After exhausting his options, he decided to drive to the party. His roommate was concerned that he had not come home, emailed Terrence's mother, Mauricia, the next day. Shortly after no response was heard from Williams, his family filed a missing persons report. Mm-hmm. So once again, we have a young uh, man of color uh, just disappearing in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this young man, he's you know black. He's you know he's living in this uh, county of Florida and then uh, right near Na- Naples uh, Memorial oh, Cemetery. He's in Florida. Yeah, so, so lots of racist people. <laughs> oh, fuck that, a lot of weirdos. <laughs> Very true. Racism is the last one. <laughs> it's um, there, but that's the last thing I'm worried about. <laughs> so William's aunt was able to find his Cadillac, which had, was towed from uh, Naples Mem- Memorial Cemetery. Turns out the tow report was signed by none other than the same officer that had arrested Felipe Santos, Steve Calkins. Weird. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of strange. Man, two two men disappearing <laughs> from one officer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yoda sounds or what? <laughs> Interesting. 
After his family inquired about Terrence's whereabouts at the police station, it turned out that Calkins have never submitted an incident report or an arrest report. William's mother contacted the cemetery to ask some questions. The workers at the cemetery told Mauricia that Calkins had, in fact, pulled over Terrence and placed him under arrest. When he found Terrence had no form of ID, nothing on him. So he was driving an unregistered vehicle with no form of identification. Brother. <laughs> you should know better. Yeah, no. <laughs> you got to know that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before leaving he was with... Like, Opportunity. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's never going to be found. <laughs> uh, before leaving with uh, Calkins in the back of his squad car, he asked the cemetery employees if he could leave the car, uh, Terrence's Cadillac, in the cemetery, mm-hmm. which they agreed to, of course. This was the last time anyone besides Officer Calkins had seen Terrence Williams again. Officer Calkins was later moving the vehicle from the parking spot to the road and left the keys on the street next to the car where it would be later towed for obstructing traffic. Williams' family was trying to get into contact with Officer Calkins, but when questioned by dispatch, he claimed he had never had an incident with Terrence Williams or any knowledge of towing a car the mm-hmm. night of Terrence's disappearance. So right there, it's a fucking huge red flag. The cemetery workers already confirmed that he had seen uh, they had seen Officer William or Calkins pull over Terrence Williams, and now all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, I never talked to anybody by that name, not mm-hmm. even once." Mm-hmm. At the request of Sheriff Don Hunter and Calkins supervisor Steve Calkins submitted an incident report of that night. From the report that night, Officer Calkins came into contact with Terrence Williams at 12:15 after noticing Terrence's car having engine issues, which. In the actual report, it said that it was the vehicle was in distress. Um, he pulled over Williams into the local cemetery. Supposedly, Williams had asked Officer Cockham to drive him to a nearby Circle K because he was running late for work. But Terrence had never worked at the Circle K. So, who's lying here? Is the story made up? or Officers never he, lie. Yeah, no, of oh, course. What's, uh, what question is that? They're always the nicest people, Officers, right? Man, 100% yeah. friendly. After Terrence was dropped off at Circle Friendly K, pigs. He well, told Calkins that the registration of the car was in the glove compartment at the officer left Terrence to confirm. So he was going to run his information after dropping Terrence off at Circle K? Mm-hmm. That's basically what he wrote in his report. Upon checking for registration of the vehicle and finding nothing and then finding out the plates were expired, Officer Calkins was mad at Terrence Williams. So he supposedly called the Circle K that he had left him at, and the employee said that no one by that name had worked for them. So he had the car towed and left the scene. I thought you said you didn't meet Terrence. Yeah, no, that's curious, Mr. Officer. (laughs) Come on, Calkin. After Macaulay. That, <laughs> uh, Macaulay what's Calkins? the thing, dude? <laughs> after the report was submitted, it was found to hold no water after further investigation. Security footage of the Circle K never showed Terrence William ev- Williams ever showing up to the location, and there was never any phone records showing a call from Calkins' cell phone to the Circle K in question. Even the Circle K employees were questioned, and none were able to back up Officer Calkins' report, stating that he had heard from neither individuals. This is when Maria Mar- Marcia, I'm sorry, I keep saying her name wrong. Marcia filed a formal complaint against Officer Calkins. Right after the Mexican consulate contacted Marcia to tell her about a similar case involving Felipe Santos and in Officer Calkins. <laughs> These cases were only three months apart. 
the case against Officer Cocking Cockins is gaining traction Cock. in the recording of him <laughs> and towing dispatch comes to surface. Officer Cockins radios for tow stating it was a vehicle blocking a road, although witnesses said Cockins moved the vehicle himself. Officer Cockins made a statement about how he is out in the cemetery and this will this, then his car will be gone, even though witnesses see Williams leave with Officer Cockins. Later, uh, Cockins said he had moved the car to assist a removal instead of the obstruction of roadway charge. Mm-hmm. But uh, how did he move it if Terrence left with him in the squad car? Why were the keys left by the side of the vehicle? These are just questions that Cockins doesn't seem to be able to answer. And it's leading more and more to the way of like, why are you lying? Has anybody ever talked to him? Yes, actually. In interviews? He was just recently subpoenaed uh, by... Well, actually, I'm, I'm going to get that information later. Okay. But yes, he has been talked to uh, as a direct interview from people of the press. No. Right. Okay. He's refused to actually even go to a Supreme Court hearing. So who's he talking to? He's talking to his uh, supervisors. And do they... That's not public, I'm guessing? Um, not for an open case. Oh. So nobody else in the world. Pretty yeah. much unless you're... Well, the police Did report is out there. It's okay, I'll ask you the next question after this because I'm yeah. skipping. But yeah. Even then, 20 minutes after the tow call, Officer Cockins requested a background check on Terrence William. This was the an exact contradiction to what Cockins had claimed about not knowing any information about, about him. In February 14, 2019, after previously denying to show up to a court to answer any questions, he was set to be subpoenaed to go to a court for wrongful death lawsuit being carried out by Williams' family. Of course, Tyler Perry is offering a $200,000 reward for any information on the disappearance of Terrence. Um, he was given sev- uh, he was given served he was given <laughs> he was served by a private investigator process server. I got to watch this go down on YouTube and it's kind of hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, the latest news is Stephen Hawkins was then representing himself and had a phone call requesting that the lawsuit be dismissed because of lack of evidence in the accusation. And the statute of limitation expired 13 years before the lawsuit was filed. But thankfully, there's an exception for murder cases. So to run a few quotes from the actual phone call of Calkins, and I believe he was phoning into the court system. If the death occurred in 2004, the death is now 13 past the statutes of limitations, mm-hmm. Calkins said. I just don't see how this can be I'm legal free. at all. <laughs> there's been no murder from what I can see, from what you can see. Uh-huh. But what the fuck happened? Where is this man? He's still never been found. Mm-hmm. He's presumed dead after There's five been years. no murder from what I can see. Cool, bro. We know you don't see murder. Yeah, because you're a cop. And now everybody's protecting this guy. So just to run a popular theory by you. So this is actually something that happened commonly in Canada. Mm-hmm. So one popular theory for the disappearance is the Starlight Tour Theory. Mm-hmm. The term originated in the Canadian province of Saskatchewan. And describes the practice of police driving individuals to the edge of town or outside of city limits, abandoning them to find their own way home. The practice came to light in 2000 when an Aboriginal Canadian man named Daryl Knight reported being picked up by a police officer after leading, leaving a party and driven outside of town and dropped off in a rural area in freezing conditions. Thankfully, Knight survived after finding a nearby power plant staffed by a security guard. The next morning, another Aboriginal man named Rodney Nystis 
was found frozen to the ground near where Knight was dropped off. Lawrence Wegner, also Aboriginal, was found deceased weeks later in the same area, according to Russ Sabov, Saskatoon's new police chief. Evidence exists that similar drops off have gone on since at least the 1970s. A number of podcasts have explored the theory that Santos, Will, uh, Santos and Williams were dropped off the nearby Everglades and died from exposure or their other perils. Of course, I really one day hope to give an update on these two disappearances to have some sort of justice in any way. As soon as I find out, I'm going to be putting an, an amendation to this podcast mm-hmm. and post it. Uh, and that's about it, really the whole story. So when you say drop off, who's dropping them off? Like the, co- the officer. The, the, so that's and they were or do they all had a history of uh, the other two or another three or whatever that you just named? Do so they have those a history were in Canada. of any type of criminal? They're oh. from Saskatchewan, Canada. They're okay. a completely different state or uh, okay. country. All right. I but was going to say, where that, where's that in Florida? This is a popular theory going around saying that more than likely uh, these two were dropped off in the Everglades and left to find their way home. And, mm-hmm. of course, crocodiles, snakes – they, they could have died at any point and never been found, especially mm-hmm. considering the vastness of the Everglades. Right. And this officer is being completely obstinate, and he's avoiding two murder charges that clearly link in him with the suspects. He retired. He got to live his whole life, and now he's barely getting subpoenaed in 2019. <laughs> so, and he, and he originally denied going to court at all. Yeah. And it's just it's, – it's fucking bonkers to me to even think about somebody just getting away with two murders. Mm-hmm. This guy looks like a fucking yeah. murderer too. <laughs> like it's very <laughs> Look his ass up. You want me to you want me to show you him? Yeah, if you want to put him up real fast, but nah, that motherfucker. And hit him up, guys. You guys listen to us. Find him. No, we Facebook. don't endorse that at all. No, we don't all. endorse that, but Come on. fuck that. Just ask him where the bodies are. Yeah, we want to <laughs> know. All I wanna know. There he goes. One cop eyed. He looks yeah. like somebody that would chop you off. Yeah, no, nah, maybe some niggas deserve to be bullied online. <laughs> nah. I, I mean, look, like he's obviously going after minorities. I, yeah, look I'm at not going to try to malign him in any way, but yeah, thankfully Tyler Perry did put some money towards it. They got yeah. some pressure on him. That's good. And yeah, it, it's it's got he was a name. Like, Fuck Tyler Perry. <laughs> he's involved now. <laughs> Medea's on your ass now, bro. Like that's. And that's really cool of him the, to at least bring it more to light than it probably was. The scary thing is it's still not in mainstream media like it should be. No, nah, honestly, I don't think I remember you brought it back to my attention. And I think I heard of it because of Tyler Perry's involvement. Really? But that then it just time, you know, it was it was just a case. Time went on. Yeah, was I know. What it was. I was. Then you brought it back, and I was like, "This does sound." When you brought up Tyler Perry, I was like, "This does look familiar." That I have seen something about this. So yeah, no, that whole thing is just sad, dude. That's uh, that's really tragic. There was no uh, search team. Uh, no, they did search for the bodies for a very long time. Of course, right. you know, after five years of not finding anything, um, at this point, if if I mean the Starlight Tour theory doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I'm more leaning towards the line that he actually killed them. Mm-hmm. for some reason or another and then of course being an officer he knows exactly where to take things to yeah. make sure they're never seen again but once again i'm i that's just my my hunch i'm not gonna go ahead and say that's that's proof or anything like that that's just what i feel it's just why hide it no they all you know what i mean to, like at some point you have to say oh i just dropped them off here right why are you hiding them because mm-hmm. if you didn't murder them you'd just be like okay look this is what i did mm-hmm. like He's been out of service for so long. Like, I'm sure he could still. Uh, he, he did get fired for this. 
Right. But of course, you know, once they f- get fired, he mm-hmm. moved to another police station and then basically went off into and they took him. Yeah, dude. That's the how fuck? with that. That's how back, it always works. With that going on, I just think that's a bad rep to, or even like a bad thing to have on your shoulder or knowing that he was involved in something like that and you hired him. Dude, there was literally three months apart. I know that nigga didn't go around Compton or something. <laughs> he didn't go work for the NYPD or anything. Hell no. Look, all I'm going to say is like, Philippi Santos, you know, his wife never going to hear from him again. It's a and then, bad look. And then also Terrence left his four kids uh-huh. and his, his mother, like, with, you know, is being the grandmother to these kids who don't have a father anymore. It's just really fucking sad. But, um,. You know, I, I'm, I just wanted to give that story a little bit more light because mm-hmm. it's just really kind of like, wow, how the fuck did that even happen? How did uh, you get away uh, with that? Is it still and it's still ongoing, right? It's still ongoing. Thankfully, hmm. I'm going to be keeping an update on it. I'm going to be checking it out soon again, uh, recovering it and then checking my steps. So Marcel, now the whole thing, that whole thing is interesting. Him, Carol Baskins and OJ could just form an Avengers group of murderers <laughs> and how to get away with it. Right. So this was going to be a shorter episode. It is not really going to be as long as one we would normally do on like uh murder victims. But of course, you know, with unsolved mysteries, you sometimes get that feeling that it's just unsolved and, and it might stay that way. It might not. I hopefully something comes to light. And like I said, I'll make an amended podcast and bring it back to your attention. And if he doesn't, I don't know about the family or if they have any uh, peace in their heart. Right now, yeah, just to after never so know. many years, because they have to find that anyway. With you know, without him being charged, with him being charged, whichever one. Uh, I hope they found the peace in their heart. I hope they're able to move on, and you know, because I, I can't imagine <laughs> yeah, I that just being as a parent not being able to know Where's what happened. At? Yeah, you know, Where's I can't where? imagine that with anybody with. Any case with my friends, with my family, if that happened to you all, I can't imagine not knowing. And I'll probably eventually come to uh, some type of peace of mind, but I can't imagine that on my shoulders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or that lingering over that you don't have that. And you know what? And for him, you know what, dude? Live your life. Whatever. I hope you didn't. I hope you're telling the truth. You know, I want to think See, and hope the best for people your story is just so sketchy of his story and doesn't fucking make any weird and it doesn't make sense so and you have to live with that and that guy has to live with that you can live as the fucking murdering asshole that you want to live with what? that's for you to have to you that's know, between you and the lord <laughs> you know some things are just left up for that and if you could die with that go ahead but you know it's really interesting that we actually have a Mexican and a black person on this podcast right now. Yeah, that, that could be you and I. That could have been <laughs> that us. That could have been us. <laughs> I have Especially dreads. the way with, like, Phoenix Police Pete, you know, how they are. Ugh. But nah, man. Uh, but I'm coming. I'll Joffrey his ass. I'll find a way. I'll be dead. I'll be yeah. have, uh, hey, we don't <laughs> I'll walk to town, justice. point to him. We don't enjoy <laughs> street justice. I'll all. just point to They'll show me a bunch of things. I'll be just dying like, let me see. And then just I point. I link for that video of him Just like Joffrey did at Tyrion, I'll point and be like, him. And then die. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh, man. Anyways, Marcel, go ahead and tell everybody oh, where they can reach right. you. Oh, yeah, this was short. Nothing else? <laughs> I told you it was going to be short. But yeah, no, you can reach me at, uh, what did you make up for me? www.wylp <laughs> at gmail.com. W-Y-L-P. No, wait. Watch right your right. language podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah. W-Y-L-P at gmail.com. Or Marcel Johnson Facebook. 
Uh, be sure to check out Watch Your Language, Cinema Language for movie reviews. Watch Your Language for all pop culture shit yeah. and cool little things I like to talk about. Yeah, no, okay. he does a really great job. Of, we recently done uh episode on... We well, did I a mean, fun for the fuck of it episode. We did an episode on anything. Yeah. Kind of was just talking, which I have a lot of just nonsense topics <laughs> for when I just need to put out an episode and I don't feel like being too news oriented or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, no, uh, definitely the next episode that's going to be coming out after the two that I'm releasing um, is going to be one of the lighter topic uh, news episodes. It's going to be nice and fun for me and Marcel to do. He's been wanting to do this one for a while. So go ahead and check out Our New Normal uh, online on Facebook as well as well, – actually, it's going to be Galaxy Podcasting uh, Network on Facebook and then Our New Normal uh, at gmail.com. And then, of course, follow us for the rest of our episodes and hit me up, Mike RMZ on Facebook and uh, t- Galaxy Podding on Twitter, Galaxy Podcasting Network on Instagram. Okay? Hey. Thank you, everybody. And look into this case, guys. Yeah. Uh, it's I interesting. Maybe they have a GoFundMe. Check it out. Uh, worst case scenario, I put it up in the amended episode for further news. I'm going to be keeping an eye on this for years, apparently. Oh, yeah, you made me. I don't think I'm going to forget now that it's been in my hindsight because <laughs> of you. And I did a whole doing this show. Now I'm curious about how this would go down, how yeah. this ends. Well, I, well, from now on. I don't know if anything will come from it, but, you know. Yeah, it's good to know. That nigga keep a secret if he did it, though. <laughs> like, it's 2020. <laughs> like, you need to let that shit go. Please. Yeah, it's been 13 You should have never been hired in the police force again. Well, that's a, that's a, I think that's a bigger issue. But actually, listen to Thoughts for the Kid. For <laughs> <laughs> Our take on that shit. Oh, I'm really? You guys out. talked about it already? Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, What'd you guys gosh, say? If you um, sum it up, if it's already out. More training. More training is necessary for basically. Oh, that's been cops since day one. That's been since anytime since people are getting shot in the streets and they're not trained. (laughs) You know, they don't know how to fucking first thing they do is draw a gun. And it's like, no, dude, you can't be that way. Or even when I even think some cops should have been from the neighborhood, maybe not live in it. I get why cops don't want to live in a neighborhood they patrol, but should have some history with it and know the people around them. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I think Th- that would really help. locally hiring, especially for officers in, uh, like, uh, what is it, high crime rate areas. Yeah. It makes more sense. It makes they absolutely sh- more sense because you boost the neighborhood around you at that uh-huh. point. And people um, are comfortable with the face they know. It's exactly. not just, uh, this guy's going to arrest me for this. They know this guy. And I'm not saying the cop will, will be, uh, <laughs> Although, hey. I'm not saying he'll be any nicer or cooler, but he'll be, he's more understanding about the area around him. So he would act accordingly as well, so. What if it ends up like training day? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> nah, that rotten guy. <laughs> he was from there, right? Yeah, 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 that's exactly. Nah. I knew exactly what you were gonna say. And he right probably took advantage that. of the situation because <laughs> of that. But uh, no, definitely no. Josh is. Uh, you guys are right on the money. Yeah, right thoughts there. from the kid podcast. Go ahead and check him out. Uh, he's on all of his socials, and then uh, of course go hit up. Uh, they could retest. They could retest uh, like every two weeks. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm keeping no, it going, no, no. but I, they could I'd retest like, like every. Not yeah, every three months. You're right, not two weeks. Yeah. Maybe some, maybe the white people every two weeks, uh, everybody else three months. Um, <laughs> nah, uh, That's uh, all, brother. lower the age of when they have a gun in their hand. 
I think that's a good one. I uh, like because I always think about stuff like that too. Like some people don't need to have a gun in their hand at the they age of. They need to do uh, mental checks. Basically yeah, mental checks, especially because yeah. he was older than eighteen. I'm just talking in general. Like you can hold a gun at eighteen. Can't drink till twenty one. <laughs> that's nuts. Police officer or not, military or not. You know what I mean? That's just that's kind of nuts. But they they should definitely watch who they're putting a gun in his hands because that that's a lot. That's a big ass responsibility. Can't give it to everybody. And like I said, academy (laughs) so I mean, there's there's a lot of things that go against that standpoint, like uh, where people are more readily armed than supposedly our officers are, Mm -hmm. but. Too often, the gun is the first thing they reach for. But we will cover that in a further episode later on. Uh, I got plenty of these cop stories where I'm doing them in the perspective that they're murders. Not just, oh, it was a routine stop and, uh, you know, uh, cop-related death. I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. We're going to be treating them as murders or as killings in the most general aspects. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I really hope you stick around for those episodes. And of course, we're only going to get better at this. So please follow us and check out the rest that we're going to be putting out. All right, Marcel. All right. Okay. No, th- thank you, man. All right. Later, brother. Peace.